Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Interview Show here on Brands Tech. This episode will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome to this episode of The Interview Show here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. I really hope that everyone's been doing well. So one of the things that I've really enjoyed about doing this podcast is being able to speak with so many amazing people. And, you know, it, it's really enlightening to be able to hear all of their stories and everything that they do. And so with that being said, please welcome my guest for today, Jeremiah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Brandon. I'm really excited to be here. I'm really glad to hear it. And so the way that I always start off my podcast is by, first of all, asking, how are you today? I'm doing great today. Um, you know, the summer so far has just been a huge journey and a blessing for me. Um, I've gotten to really enjoy the time I've had off from school post-graduation. And, you know, I've been up to my own hijinks all summer, but I've been having a lot of fun doing it. Um, and I'm just doing great. I'm just doing great today. I'm really glad to hear it. And so one of the things that I know that for our topic for today is, well, let me first off by by telling um, those listening that you just recently graduated high school as one of the two co-salutatorians of your high school. So how, is, how has that been for you? I mean, that must have been like, I'm sure years in the works there. Yeah, you know, ever since the fifth grade, one of the things I looked forward to, you know, at graduate when it came to graduating was being able to give, you know, a graduation speech. And, you know, for that reason, I wanted to be at the top of my class and being able to actually accomplish that. Uh, that was an it was a next level feeling. Uh, and. There are a lot of things you don't realize about being at the top of your class, you know, until you get there. Because at first, you know, you find out like midway through your senior year and it's like, oh, cool, I did it. Um, but then when others find out and you get to introduce that into your community of people, you kind of get to see and realize how impactful it is to actually be there. You know, and in a lot of ways, it did you do feel your work paying off all over the years. So it definitely took a lot to get there. Uh, but being able to finally be there and, you know, give the speech like I wanted since I was 10, that was an amazing feeling. I'm really glad that that was very fulfilling for you. I did get a chance to hear your speech once or twice. And so I think you did a really great job at that. So, you know, really good job there. Thank you so much. And so one of the things that you had mentioned in your speech is that you are actually going to Virginia Tech to study aerospace engineering. And so I'm just really fascinated by that. And so are you actually able to tell us a little bit about, yeah, I guess not just why did you pick Virginia Tech, but why did you decide to major in that? What's your interest about it? I'm just really fascinated by this. Sure. Uh, thank you for asking. So it's kind of it's kind of weird how I came to aerospace engineering specifically because I guess it wasn't I had a moment of clarity but it wasn't like this one huge epiphany if that makes sense it was kind of a gradual thing 
when I was young, I was always confused about what I wanted to do in the future because, you know, I had varied interests and varied things that I was good at growing up, you know, so whether it was music, math or some other third thing, uh, you know, I had scattered interests, but it was in my science projects over the years that I really grew to love space. And, you know, I really came into, you know, my desire to study aerospace engineering. Uh, which in part was due to the fact that I love sci-fi growing up, still love the genre right now. And that has a huge part in you know why I decided to pursue aerospace. So through the projects I got to do over the years, you know, my latest one being my junior year project that I had to do for governor's school, um, in which I tried to design a electrostatic panel for the purpose of deflecting asteroids um, because I, at the time, you know, was passionate in finding, you know, something we could use to defend the Earth against a threat such as, you know, an asteroid hurling down towards the planet. Uh, you know, I started to realize over time, you know what, I, I just love space, you know, and if I were to focus my time to, you know, that thing that I was passionate about, I think I'd be able to find a career option that was really fulfilling for me. So that's why I came to, uh, that's how I came to study aerospace engineering or plan to currently at the moment. Um, as for Virginia Tech, uh, it, it's a really great school. And it was one of the ones I was most excited about you know, applying to during that entire admissions season, you know, given how stressful it was, especially given the additional complications due to COVID-19. Uh, and it was of the schools I applied to, I got accepted into seven. And, you know, being that it was very close to home, has a very prestigious uh, engineering program, I just felt like Virginia Tech was definitely the right place for me. And, you know, I had the opportunity to go and visit. It was sometime last week as well. And I love the campus. I think campus is great. And as a part of the Galileo Living Learning Community, I really hope to do great things at Virginia Tech this fall. That is all really great to hear. And I really like yeah, how you said, like the progression of everything from, you know, from all the way back yeah. Yeah. When you were originally, you know, trying to figure out what you want to do to get to now. I mean, I think that's all, you know, really great. And in terms of Virginia Tech, I know a lot of amazing people who go there, um, some of which who have actually been on this podcast as well. So hopefully you get a chance to meet all of them on campus and in person. I assume that's what you're doing. Anyway. Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I think before I go into the next question, is there anything in particular that you are I guess, really looking forward to when you finally get to campus. Cause yeah, as you said, this has been something that you've been waiting for, for such a long time. And so now that you have finally officially graduated and you got to give the speech you always wanted to give, like, I guess, what are some of the next immediate steps for you? The next immediate step I would think would be getting settled in the college environment because, you know, it's drastically different from, you know, everything I've experienced so far, because, you know, growing up as a student that's kind of your only responsibility and as a college student it become it shifts from it being your only responsibility to your primary responsibility um so i guess as far as things i'm really looking forward to in my next immediate steps it's it would be stepping into myself you know as 
not only just a student, but a person. Um, because being apart from my family you know, will really give me the opportunity, you know, to be a student, not just for myself in a way. Uh, and I think it's important that, you know, I grow into who I need to be as a person in order to achieve my goals, because, you know, I won't be in the same spot. Um, and not that I'll have, you know, that support net taken away from me, but it's just important that, you know, I grow into the leader that I need to be in an environment that will test me and will test things, you know, like my character. Uh, so that's what I'm most you know, excited for as far as going to college, being able to take that next level of challenge, you know, and develop as both a student and further as a person. I really, I really enjoyed that response that you just gave. And, and I guess my next question, before I go too much into your future aspirations, let me actually take a step back because I do want to ask you a bit about your high school career. So what has been some of like those greatest lessons that you learned through your four years of high school? Wow. Um, hmm. Well, that was a great question. Uh, is it all right if I think for a minute? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Take your time. You know, I would say that probably the greatest lesson I learned given my high school career was to always be perseverant and to never give up when it comes to the things that you want. Um, and I say that mainly because, you know, my high school experience was a lot, you know, I did a lot and I had to juggle a lot of hats at the same time, you know? So whether it was being, you know, a student or an athlete, as I played tennis and swam, swam for some time while I was in school or a musician or a volunteer being an active member in my community there. And I'm pretty sure, you know, as well, you know, as a successful student there are a lot of things that you have to juggle at the same time and it can definitely get overwhelming uh being overwhelmed was something i became very comfortable you know not necessarily comfortable but familiar feeling uh throughout my four years and life can feel like a lot um and there are probably students who might be listening to this right now who have that feeling whether it be you know looming exams you have to take, applications you have to worry about, programs that you're, you know, really thinking about getting into. There are a lot of different worries that we have that can begin to harp on us. But what I began to realize is that, you know, it's on us to be persevering and relentless in trying to achieve the good things that we want to do, not only for ourselves, but for the people around us, you know, and in those moments, where I just felt beaten down by the workload I had, or I just felt like it was going to be impossible to get through everything that I needed to. I just took a second and remember that I had to keep trying, you know, because at the end of the day, things might not go the way we want them to all the time, you know, because we're not necessarily entitled to success in everything that we do. But the one thing we can ensure for ourselves is that we gave it our best. And if that's all, I think that's everything we should strive for in all of our depth. Yeah, I, I just really like the way that you put that and word it. I mean, you know, for me, that's something that I always have really believed in. In fact, you know, without going to myself too much, you know, as someone, as you said, like 
as a student it's not just like you know just do your classes there's so much more to being a student than just attending class and doing the homework for sure yeah and so i'm sorry were you, were you gonna say something else no no, no. okay yeah. but but yeah but you know when i sometimes when people ask me like how much i do it's like it's like how do you have time for that like like where is your free time and all of that you know do you need to take like a mental health break <laughs> And I'm sure you probably got that a lot too. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but you've got to love what you do too, um, to an extent, because it'll always, there's always going to be a part where it gets hard, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure you know that, but in that you have to remember why you do things and then use your love and your reason, your why in order to propel you to keep going. Absolutely. And yeah, and so the whole moral of my story is that, you know, more or less, a lot of times when you're really passionate about something or really want something to happen, a lot of times you'll try to find a way to make it happen. You know, whether you're actually able to make it directly to your goal or whether, you know, you you find a new goal within that. Yes, a lot of times it's like when there is an obstacle, it's like, if you're truly willing to put in the work to do it, it's like there's really nothing you can't accomplish. But yeah, so going on to the next part. So, yeah, I guess what are some things that, yeah, I guess transitioning right now from high school to college, because right now this is filmed, you know, in July 2021 for anyone who wants some context in case you're listening to this in the future, depending on when this is published. But yeah, but right now you are transitioning from high school to college. So what are some things from high school that you really want to, I guess, incorporate into your college? Or is there anything that you would want to change at all? Hmm. Things I'd want to change. Uh, would you mind if I took a moment to think again? Absolutely. Take your time. Okay. I guess if I had one thing I'd want to change, um, one big thing, it would be you know, being consistently organized in my approach to things, because, you know, it can be easy to sort of, you know, let structure go when things get tough. But what I found more often than not was if I stuck to a structure, it really helped me make progress that I could quantify and look back on and really point to the fact that, wow, I'm accomplishing something, you know, and I guess I can give a quick example. So joining the governor's school for science and technology in my junior year, it was it was one of the toughest experiences that I had during high school. And it really tested it tested every part of me in a way. And it was my physics class specifically that gave me a lot of trouble because it was tough. It was it was really tough. Uh and I wanted to do really well on my AP exam for that year as well. Um, I was already doing pretty good in the class um, from a numbers perspective, but you know, I took the AP exam mainly as a way to show myself that you no, know, I I really did understand the material in a way that was quantifiable outside of the grade I earned. Um, but it got tough, and at times, you know, I broke down in my approach. But it wasn't until, you know, I started getting resources and committing, setting a time every day in order to study, truly prepare that I could do as well as I did. I ended up getting a five on my mechanics exam. 
uh, that year. And I attribute that to that period of time where I was super organized and dedicated uh, to my work. And I want to keep that dedication, you know, and make that an integral part of who I am as a student, you know, and not just have it be a sporadic thing that, you know, I decide to do when things are going relatively okay. Uh, because dedicating yourself to structure, I find, um, it gives you something to fall back on. And most importantly, it will prepare you so that you don't have to feel pressured to cram or, you know, put yourself through immense stress in order to feel somewhat prepared. So um, if it's one thing I hope to change, I just hope to be consistently dedicated in all the things I commit myself to in college. That is really great to hear. And so, you know, moving forward, even, you know, through college, is there anything in particular that you actually want to, yeah, I guess, get into, get involved in, yeah, a specific type of person that you want to meet? Anything of that nature that you really want to do or accomplish in college? Um, undergraduate research uh, is really important to me, having been in a research program for the last few years. I think having the opportunity to work on um, aerospace related projects while I'm still in school will definitely give me the boost I need in order to have a successful career as an aerospace engineer. Um, so definitely, you know, near the top or even at the top of my list would uh, be undergraduate research. And, you know, another program I'd really be interested to join are some of the music programs that they have at Virginia Tech because I've been a musician for over half of my life at this point, starting um, with piano lessons ever since my family moved here. Uh, from Hawaii and you know music's really important to me it's a core part of I guess my identity so being able to continue that at the college level is really important to me as well that is great oh and also congratulations from before for getting your five because that that is tremendous right there thank you so much I really appreciate that absolutely and I think to also add on to that you were also you know quite well in the music from what I recall so I, I did want to say that because, yeah, I think that is probably what I most, you know, most knew you for, you know, way back when I first met you. I don't even know how long ago that was, but we go way back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, of course, I'm just really glad to be speaking with you again now. And so. And so what what exactly are your intentions for you know, for really using your aerospace engineering degree. I I read a little bit about that in your yeah, your podcast description, but I thought that I would like, like to let you speak about it. Yeah. Um so aside from working on aerospace related projects, um, when I get a little older, I hope to be an astronaut one day. Um, mainly because you know, I think it would be really amazing to get the opportunity to actually go into space and, you know, see the universe from that perspective um not only that but to further you know our species effort you know into expanding just beyond earth you know that's something that i find really important so you know being able to contribute to that in that way uh is something it's one of my biggest dreams i'd say well honestly like you know, when when I first read that that was something you're interested in, it's like, oh my gosh, I have to ask about that. I mean, that's 
Yeah, I think that is such a really great ambition. And, you know, you're heading towards a great path to getting there. So, of course, you know, while we still have a little bit um, left to speak, I did want to say that I really hope that you are able to accomplish that because that is really like a very unique experience that very little people get to really have. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. And so, and so when for your ambitions to become an astronaut, is there anything in particular that I guess you really want to focus on since a lot of different astronauts have, you know, depending on how long that, you know, they want to, you know, be in space or, or work that a lot of them have different missions that they want to do. Is there any type, any, any particular type of mission that you would like to be a part of, or would just be there along for the ride? Anything in mind? You know, I, this is a long shot ambition, but it would, it would really be, you know, just plain amazing if I had the opportunity to be a part of any Mars missions um, in the future. That's one of the, I guess, my long shot ambitions, uh, I guess you could term it, uh, mainly because having the opportunity to, you know, actually visit another planet in the solar system is just insane, you know, and not only just for me, but you know, a lot of technology that we even have today uh, is as a result of our space program efforts. You know, and being able to develop technologies, you know, to overcome the challenges that astronauts will have to face as a as a result and you know direct consequence of the Mars environment. I personally believe would be immensely helpful to people on Earth as well. Um, so yeah, the Mars missions, you know, if I were to be involved in that in any way, not even just having, you know, being able to touch down on the planet itself, that that would be amazing. Well, I really hope that you are able to do that. And yeah, you know, technology is advancing every day. So, you know, things that, you know, things that, you know, that we think are so far away, like, you know, they're coming a lot closer, like every day. I mean, even if you just look at stuff like, you know, like old, you know, old desktop PCs and even mainframe computers, that wasn't even, well, like for most of it, that wasn't even 50 years ago. Like, as scary as that is, like technology rapidly evolves so much. And as you said, it really a lot of times does like connect right in with the space programs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so that leads us right into the question of where do you really see technology going over these, you know, in these next few years? And especially like in relation to, you know, what you want to pursue as well. I mean, is there anything that you're looking forward to at all? Mm, I guess for a technological innovation that I'm really excited for, it would be um, fusion reactors or, you know, any way we can sort of harness fusion energy for our energy needs. Um, because if you really, it all stems, our technology use stems back to our ability to, you know, gather and harness energy in order to use these machines that we have. And as we become more and more dependent on different machines in order to enhance our lives, it's going to be important that we have reliable, not only reliable, but sustainable and clean energy sources in which we can use that won't have a detrimental effect to our environment, you know, and being able to utilize fusion energy or create, you know, 
in other terms, I guess it would be to create mini suns that we could use to harness the energy um, from, you know, that very clean and efficient energy source. If we were to get it working in, in you know, as it is in concept right now, that would change. That would change our lives as we know them. Uh, so, as for future innovations, I can't. I can't wait to see. You know, if we ever get to get that working, because it would it would improve our lives. You know, beyond the scope of what we could even imagine right now. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, and you know, and I am also like a really, yeah, you know, big fan of discovering like so many different forms of alternative energy sources other than just the traditional fossil fuels and even like the traditional you know solar and you know wind as well i mean there's so many different ways that yeah are being discovered right now as like different ways to do alternative energy sources so i'm really hoping that within the next you know 30 or even 20 years that hopefully we're able to slowly shift or actually i would hope that it's more than slowly but being realistic you know shift to more cleaner energy sources for for here going forward yes same here and so yeah i guess a part of that yeah that i'm a little curious about is is it a part of your yeah i guess your science background or anything of that that really like you know makes you enthusiastic about that by any chance i'm just sort of curious um i would say no when did i it, it would be a part of my science background. Um, I didn't start getting into fusion energy until like midway through high school. And it's actually a direct consequence of a failed science project that I had um, from even earlier then. So if we take the trip back to like seventh grade, I remember doing a project on monopole magnets which are a natural impossibility because of how magnets work in nature um but if they were possible you know as a result we'd get a near infinite source of energy um from reactors we could make using those monopole magnets um but it didn't work because you know that's not you can't just cut a magnet in half and have different poles. That's that's not how magnets work, right? Uh, so that led me down the rabbit hole of okay. So if not that, what else could we use for clean energy solution? And um, I don't remember I don't remember exactly how many different sources I went through, but it eventually led me to the idea of being able to harness fusion energy um, for a clean energy source. Yeah. Wow, that is really great. And so, yeah, I guess further going along these these lines, I mean, so for you, I mean, we have described so far, yeah, thus far in this podcast, we've described like, yeah, not only what you've done in high school, what you've done, yeah, what you're planning to do in college. And I mean, and you even described to me both on the podcast and beforehand that, you know, you're already doing a lot this summer and yeah, and all of that. And I'm sure if you're interested, you know, you can definitely speak a little bit about that as well. And then, you know, your future ambitions and, yeah, and then I guess even, you know, your hopes for the future in terms of technology. And so is there anything else that I guess really, like, interests or excites you about, you know, the whole field? Because, you know, I know we were chatting before, like, this is such a big and great field and this really is our future, you know. 
and not just our future but our now right the thing that excites me the most about technology is its power to break boundaries for people and to truly improve the conditions for not just you know our most fortunate but everybody um you know you can take a look whether it's through sci-fi literature you just thinking about it about you know how a lot of our issues could be solved through you know our use of science and development and technology and that's what motivates me to you know be an engineer and to keep with the course even when it gets tough because the development of technology does have a real positive impact on the people around us you know and as we become more conscious of our practices when it comes to developing these technologies we're not going to be improving our lives at the expense of our environment either so you know the future is bright uh for stem definitely you know i don't have to be the one to say that just generally i'd hope observably true for most people who are to take a look at it and you know i'm i'm grateful and thankful you know to be a part of this effort moving forward uh because it can do a lot of real good for a lot of people well i'm really glad to hear it and so with that being said we'll um we'll continue this conversation in just one moment so please stay tuned All right, I am still here with my guest for today, Jeremiah. And so, you know, I guess as we're slowly beginning to yeah, unfortunately wrap this up cuz, you know, I've honestly like really enjoyed this conversation. Like same here. Like I mean, you know, if people were were willing to listen to this, I mean, this could really go on for hours. I mean, I I honestly really love like everything that you have to say and, you know, I don't know, it's for me as a podcast host and get to speak to so many extraordinary people it's really stimulating to hear everything that everyone has to say and so this is one of those conversations that i honestly like would love to continue on for hours but but because not everyone has that time and be cautious of the listeners time and yours as well is there anything else that you would like to say before we go ahead and wrap up or yeah, anything that we didn't get to, any, you know, thoughts or questions or even questions for me. I guess I'll wrap up by, you know, reiterating a statement I made earlier in the podcast that, you know, it's important for us to be perseverant in our goals. Um, it can often feel a lot of the time that it's hard for, you know, any one of us to make the impact that we'd like to in our environment, but, you know, nothing's stopping each and every one of us from trying you know so find your why dig in and be diligent because you you would be surprised how much you know that courage that initial courage and then the dedication that follows can take you i think that is honestly a really great closing message thank you so much jeremiah for being here on today's podcast i truly appreciate you taking out your time for doing this and best of luck to you in everything that you do. I hope to speak with you again someday soon, hopefully. Thank you so much for having me once again. I had a lot of fun being here today. I've been looking forward to this um, ever since we started talking about having me on. 
Um, so yeah, once again, thanks for the opportunity. I really do appreciate it, Brandon. Uh, take care. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll chat with you all later.